This next hand is certainly worth talking about. It's a quick one, but I think it's fun to look at from Manic's perspective and talk about c-betting ranges on these boards. Uh, Ed, just in general, I one of my favorite things to talk about in poker is board textures because I think that that's really where the advanced players have an advantage is looking at a, a tendency from an opponent and then seeing how it applies to a different board texture. So here we have queen 10 off in the big, manic min opens, and I call pretty standard so far as we've talked about. Flop is king 10 8 with two spades. I don't have a spade. Uh, I check, manic checks back. Turn is an offsuit 8. Check, check again. And with 210k in the pot, uh, I lead out 115k, which is just under half pot, and manic folds. So a couple of things that I want to talk about real quickly. First of all, it ended up being that uh, Matic had an ace high on the king 10 8 two-tone flop. So, so I like his check back and just sort of giving up. He, it looked like he pondered a call for several minutes on the river. And I can see why he would call, again, because I had a pretty bad image, and I know that he thinks that I'm capable of bluffing here. But the thing is, is again, like this is the type of board where, you know, it's okay to like min-open the button and try to steal. Granted, like ace-5 is a really... really um, a really easy open, but I'm just saying with your entire range. So King 10-8 King two-tone is a board that really is going to hammer somebody's peeling range from out, out of position. Or So he didn't really want to like, he didn't think that being one and done was profitable. He wanted to check back, thought that he could call some turn bets, which like I would assume that he would have called a turn bet on here. Um, so, you know, although that it's the common, the common mantra in, in poker nowadays is to bet when you have air, check back when you have a medium strength hand and also bet when you're nutted. Um, but the thing is, is there's also times like this when you can check back and sort of, even if you don't really have anything, you can still check back and just give up with a variety of hands. Like if you would open the button with, let's say it was like 6-4 um, suited, like this would be a fine place to like not really put in any of your air. You don't have blockers to anything that the opponent has. You don't have anything. You don't really have any turns that you can pick up equity on. So... Um, yeah, that's pretty much what I wanted to say. Is like some boards you just can't win. Like, although you know that, and that's that's the thing about poker is, um, you go with what information you have in front of you. Sometimes it doesn't work out. And you just have to play and give up, and there's nothing wrong with that. So, um, the second thing I want to talk about is my river bet sizing. After watching the tape, <clears throat> it was pretty clear that like for the most part, Manic had a merged C bet, mean meaning that like he kind of like bet his hand for value when he had a value hand and um, kind of checked back when he had something weak. So I think that I, like knowing, knowing what I know now, I probably would have bet smaller on the river only because I think he, he should have like a pretty weak hand. I think what I was, my, my assumption at the time was that I thought that he had a pretty weak hand, but I, I thought that his weakest hands were going to fold no matter what. So I was like, if he does somehow have like sevens, or even like nines, like maybe he can find a call. So that's why I chose that sizing.